Hello, welcome to this episode of the UK Sports Chat podcast. I'm Joe Williams and today I am chatting with Dr. Juliette McGrattan. Juliette is a former GP, expert in running and health, award-winning author, international speaker and master coach and founder at 261 Fearless Club UK. Juliet's new book, Run Well, Essential Health Questions and Answers for Runners, is out now and available in all the usual bookstores and online. And I hope you all have a great weekend and we will see you next week on the next episode of the podcast. Hi, Juliet. Hi, Joe. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, super. Thank you for coming on again. I think it was, was it 12 months since we last spoke on the podcast? not sure it must be about a year i think yeah it was a good while ago yeah i think it was last march so since the, and, and you were just about to hand your manuscript in i think if i remember rightly for for run well that would make sense yes because i handed it in in april so yeah yeah wow that's a year that's been a strange year hasn't <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't> it <laughs> so run well this is your second book yeah uh, after Sorted was your first one wasn't it um was it was it always the plan to write more than one or um i didn't have a plan to write to write a book at all actually um um and uh, when i did the first one i it was a bit of a sort of a leap into the unknown and a can i do this i'm going to give it a go kind of um attitude so i think at that point i wasn't really envisaging um doing a second book and even when i finished the first book i was like I don't think I'll ever do that again <laughs> um, because it was very time consuming. Um, I had never done it before. I, I it took, yeah, it really took over my life for a while. And, and I think I wasn't quite prepared to do that again so quickly. But I think what's really good is that I learned so much from doing that first one. that second time around, I was able to um, not make any of the same mistakes, keep things a lot more focused and it became much more enjoyable and um, more doable so maybe there might be a third let's see yeah let's so i was going to ask you that in a bit <laughs> <laughs> so so um go on start off tell us about the new book tell us about runwell yeah so it's sort of some subtitle is essential health questions and answers for runners and I, what i really wanted to do was just make something that was useful to runners um sorted was was for all exercises and purely for women. And I really wanted to create something just for the running community, really to sort of say thank you, because it's just been such an amazing place to be for the last 13 years. And I've got so much from it. And and I just really wanted to share my knowledge and what I've learned um, in in a kind of an easy to understand format. I, I'm I'm fascinated by the human body and I love it and it but it does get very complicated. And I know sometimes I read things and I realise that maybe I understand it because I've got a medical background. And I think you kind of forget mm-hmm. you forget what you didn't know. So I wanted to sort of try and demystify things, use some um, physiology and anatomy and try and put it into a way that was understandable and related specifically to running and and then kind of try to answer all these questions that runners have because you know there are so many aren't there you get them all the time on your UK run chat yeah yeah well funnily enough I we've had this podcast booked in now for a few weeks haven't we and last night on UK run chat hour there was a question I'm just bringing it up in front of me from Eve Batten and it was 
you can run chat. Two minutes into my run, I get a headache. Sometimes I can run through it, but sometimes I have to stop. Um, now, then I picked up your book again this morning to have another flick through. And, and the first question on the inside cover on the book is, um, why do I get a headache after I run? <laughs> it's like... Couldn't have been couldn't have been any better that question really, but it's um like you say these health questions are out there getting asked over and over over and over again, aren't they? And and um, sometimes they are over medicalized, and, and and to have it in just an easy format that anyone can pick up and just read about and 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 understand is is great. Yeah, and I think part of the problem what I discovered because I mean I, I I'm not practicing as a GP now, but I was at, at a GP for like 13 odd years I think I've lost count now but and until you're a runner and until you come across these problems you don't really know that they exist um and and as in my own sort of personal running journey I would come up against things and think well I should know the answer because I'm a doctor but I don't <laughs> and when it's very running related and running specific I think sometimes it is hard to get the the answers that you need but you sometimes don't even know what the questions are in the first place um, until you actually experience them so I think that's that's what I've tried to do really kind of gather all those questions many of these questions have been asked to me through UK run chat um, um, as well so it's yeah, yeah being 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 part of the community is what en- enables me I guess to have some insight into what people need to know and what you forget that you didn't know when you started running as well <laughs> yeah um so the, the structure of the book just for anyone who hasn't yet bought it or picked it up is you, you literally go through the you go through the each system in the body don't you yeah so look there's um there's nine chapters and they're sort of focused on the different systems in the body so um working your way down really we've got the head the cardiovascular system the lungs etc um through all the different systems there's a little bit of introduction each system about how it works and as i said some of the physiology etc and then the last chapter is sort of more generalized it's self-care so what can you do to look after yourself Um, and there's the topics that didn't really fit into each system but are still important for runners like dealing with hot weather and cold weather um getting the balance right between running and life and all those all those kind of things so um yeah I, it's i hope it's it answers most of the questions that people have got <laughs> yeah well there's so there's loads in it i tell you what i really like about it i'm i'm the kind of person i pick a book up i've got i've got loads of books i've only read half of <laughs> <laughs> I, I, or I get three quarters of the way through and I, I see something else I'm like a magpie I'm like oh that's all shiny and new I'll start that one but with with this you, you don't actually have to read it from front to back do you you could literally pick it up and choose well I'm going to read about this section this time or I've got a specific question that I want an answer to and you can have a look in the index at the back and, and go straight to that question so it's, it's um, that's another bonus for, for people, readers like me yeah and you're, um, not, you're not alone in that and lots and lots of people have said to me oh it's great because I can just dip into it I can like a reference book almost pick it up um, and then I've had people that said that that they got it and they looked immediately at the, the two or three things that they knew they wanted to find out about um, and then they decided to just read it from the front and, and work their way through so I think you know with busy people busy lives many people don't enjoy sitting down and reading a book cover to cover so to try and make it useful I did it I did that intentionally really just to keep it keep it uh, digestible and little snappy bits that you can just pick up and read for a couple of minutes yeah well and and on top of that I I love the little 
did you know tips and the try this at home stuff so you literally can just take snaps out of it at a time it's um yeah really good really like that oh thank you i'm really glad you like it (laughs) so when when did you start writing how long did it take to write um because i've had a look at the um at the back of the book and there was a huge amount of research isn't there in this yeah, yeah. I mean, I think with all of these things, again, with my medical background, I'm just really keen to make what I say um, evidence based, so that there is some science behind it, so that I'm not just plucking yeah. things out of the out of the air or, or coming up with my own sort of theories. And if I do have a, something that's just my own theory or just from a story, I'll, I'll sort of say it's anecdotal or it's not um, related to a study. I generally point it out. So um, this this took me just over seven months to write which as I said was a lot quicker than the first book um, because I was much more sort of focused in in, in what I was doing so I started it um, in the summer and then I fin- finished it and handed it in in the following April so yeah actually it was end of summer early early autumn and handed it in the following April so yeah seven months. Okay so what, what's your process for writing did, did you have a did you have a fixed time each day or was that something was 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 your process something you learned from writing the first book do you have a place that you go to write what what does that look like when you're actually doing it yeah good questions um so I didn't have a set time every day when I would write but I would try and do something every day so that every day even if it was just sending an email to somebody who was going to give me a contribution um there was something I was making some kind of forward step every day because I think if I didn't do that then it kind of sort of stagnates um, but I had because it's split up into the different chapters and then each chapter has the, the list of problems. Um, it was quite easy to break it down into small chunks for writing it in the same way that it's easy to read small parts of it. Um, so because I have those sort of little easy to um, identify sections, I could write those and then have a break and then move on to the next one. And so I've been doing quite a lot of reading about how to um, what's the word? How to, I guess, work harder, work smarter, not harder, if you like, how to get the most out of the time you're working and not being distracted and having a little ritual that puts you in your writing frame of mind and not having any tabs open and just everything on do not disturb. And that helped me so much. So when I was writing, I was right in the zone, you know, a bit when you get to that bit in running, when you're just everything's good and you're just totally flying um so I tried to get into that um um, and practice makes it a lot a lot easier as well and I didn't have I had kind of two places that I wrote it it's bizarre but most of the book was written in my teenage son's bedroom (laughs) (laughs) which sounds very strange Uh, but he was at school obviously then anyway because this was I finished it just before the lockdown started because he's got the best desk it's very quiet. Um, there's, I don't want to look around because I just see all the mess. Um, so I'm just literally focused on the computer and it's got a very comfortable chair, which sounds stupid, but I just found that when I went in there, it was like my writing cave. Um, and the, the bulk of it was written in there, a little bit at the kitchen table and a little bit at another desk I've got in the corner of my bedroom. But um, almost, yeah, the process of going and sitting there was like, right, okay, into writing mode now, which, which was very helpful. Yeah. And we, I think we're all guilty of. Um, I mean, if I if I go on my computer now, my browser there's seven tabs open, which is ridiculous. <laughs> How are you meant to focus? So that's um... it's like my brain. My brain always has about fifty tabs open, but I've really been trying to be more present and just have one or two tabs open at a time. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. So funnily enough, I'm sat here now. You said you, you uh, wrote in your 
teenager's bedroom, my my bedroom office, the office, is still it, it was my son's and it's still decorated in his graffiti style. <laughs> and um, I I painted the one back wall white for for the Zoom meeting so they can't see. <laughs> Graffiti wallpaper behind them. There we go. Little secret. Yes, I think everybody's <laughs> the same through this whole thing, aren't they? Nobody's nobody's uh, showing quite exactly the reality. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so, how did you decide the content that you wanted in each um, in each section? The questions? Did you? Because there's so many that you've answered in each one. Did you literally? brainstorm loads of questions or they ones that you've already been asked over and over again or a mixture really um they are many of them are questions that have already been asked um then I had a little notebook and I've been thinking about the book for quite a long time so every time something kind of cropped up I would just write down in the little notebook so that when it actually came to writing that chapter I'd flip to that section of the notebook and I could see a list of things um, because I was worried that I was going to forget things because you know you have these ideas that come into your mind and then and they just disappear, don't they? Um, so I tried to, yeah, just think of that system and what you could possibly want to know about that system and what had I been asked before? What had I seen on forums um, that would be useful to people? Asked friends as well, running friends, what what questions they would have, just to try to make it uh, very practical. Yeah. Did, did you learn new information as you went through this writing it? yeah definitely um definitely as I say, I'm fascinated by the body and one of the things that was really nice was that it kind of re um regenerated or sparked that that love of biology and the human body that got me into medicine in the first place you know I was I was going back to learn about the basics of the kidneys and and the nephrons and how the kidneys work and I kind of knew it but actually to go back and and read it and learn about it again and learn extra bits was it was really it was fun I I loved it it was very enjoyable and, and it gave me a kind of a renewed enthusiasm for how incredible our bodies are especially when we ask them to run and what we demand of them yes yeah definitely is is there anything you've thought oh I've missed I've missed that one out I could have added that one <laughs> just today actually my husband said oh my mates bought your book and he and he, he he wanted to read about bunions and running and bunions aren't in there I'm like oh no they're not are they I could have put them in so yeah bunions um there was something else of the day somebody asked me about um why do you suddenly feel so cold when you stop running and that was something that I had intended to put in but one of those ones that had um, vanished so I think it can't have everything in it you know to be readable you cannot put everything in so it's great that there are things that are still cropping up that aren't in there because there's other ways to, to answer them and more things I can write about and um, I think yeah I couldn't I would never claim that it was 100% complete but I think I've done a pretty pretty good job of getting as broader topics in as I can <laughs> yeah definitely was there one question in there that you had to really focus on or there was you know you had to learn a lot about Um, it yeah I would say probably more the men's health stuff because um, I'm very very used to writing about women's health and I was really keen that this had um, you know represented men as well so I had to do a little bit more reading and and work on that than I would have done particularly in terms of things like uh, the prostate and running um, uh, as well so yeah that 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 was something I had to to research a bit more heavily but that's fine. It's good. I like to learn. Yeah. I think I mentioned last time we spoke that your three of your blogs, because you've written for us, haven't you, in the past, mm. um, three oh. of your blogs are our top performing 
blogs every single month and they have been for like five years now and one of those is well there's two there's blood pressure for runners uh giving blood and the for runners with balls so those three and they, and they still are they, they still oh, are that's, yeah every, that's amazing isn't it and it just shows that you know even when you think that people would have read it and seen it there are still people that are looking for that information and, and there's so many more people running now as well which is which is wonderful and you know they still need those those topics that you feel like you might have covered lots of times before so it's great to keep them going yes so yeah you, you, your first book's already on the shelf sorted as you that was the active women's guide to health wasn't yes. it? runwell is your second you alluded to this at the start of the chat <laughs> do you have plans and ideas for any more now um well i don't not not immediately not immediately i have a few ideas about things that i might like to write um but i think it had it's such a an involved process that you've got to really be very very clear about what you're writing and why you're writing it to get to the end to to get the motivation to be up writing when everyone else is asleep and to keep going and to fitting it in in between your other jobs um you you know you've got to be really focused and passionate about it so it's a bit like marathons really you know I wait until I see one that kind of calls out to me and says you've got to run me because you've got to get through all that training and those long miles in the wind and the rain so I've got a few ideas floating around and I'm just sort of living with them for a little while and, and, and we'll see I've got a lot of other work projects as well that are all exciting and growing and so I'm not 100% yeah. sure but I'm, I know at some point there will be one but I'm not 100% sure what it will be yet okay watch this space. yes please do <laughs> so what else are you up to at the moment then um how's how's 261 yeah 261 fearless has been it's been great it's been really um amazing through lockdown because although our groups haven't been able to meet up around the world the running clubs that we have we've still been able to kind of create community feel and have some really good projects going on which uh, are all growing as well and so we've learned we've learned a lot from that as a team and in the UK, clubs started back last week. So that was like, yay, <laughs> really exciting to have everybody everybody back out there. Um, and yeah, we've got all sorts of things going on. One thing that you, the listeners might be interested in is we've got a virtual run called Move the World all through the month of April. And 261 Fearless, if people don't know, is sort of a, a global women's running network, which uses running to empower women and unite them as well as sort of improve their, their health and well-being and we use a lot of uh, we do a lot of education as well and mm-hmm. um what the move of the world is is purely to raise money to help that networks grow particularly from this project we'll be helping a club 261 israel to get up and running and they're they're looking at using their running club to bring palestinian and israeli women together so really again you know we know how powerful running can be to create communities and to do that yes. um in such a troubled relationship would it would be fantastic because we're all runners at the end of the day aren't we so um if anybody wants to come and join us if you go 261fearless.org forward slash move the world please come and sign up and, and join in you can do your run anywhere any distance and there's some great there's a great medal and a, a, a virtual goodie bag which is pretty cool and includes actually a discount for uh, my book. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Double reasons. <I> know. 
Brilliant. Okay, so the the book is out now. Run well. Uh, essential health questions and answers for runners. Where, where I'm, I'm assuming on all good everywhere. Book, yes, online. Bloomsbury publisher have published it. So it's on their website as well as Amazon and uh, bookshops. Now they're opening up. And yeah, every, every anywhere you get your books from, I'm sure. <laughs> Brilliant. And where can everyone connect with you again, please, Juliet? Remind best, me. Best place is just to go to my blog, which is drjulietmcgratton.com. And all my social media handles and things are, are all on there. So it'd be really great to, to uh, connect with more runners. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Juliet, for coming on. It's been lovely to chat again. Thanks, Joe. Um, as always, I'm so appreciative to UK Run Chat for giving me help with my own running as well as having this wonderful community that we can all be inspired and motivated by so thank you for creating it and keeping it going <laughs>